You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional, Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Seasons of Trump, and they will be here. 
on the show, let's see, a week from, uh, yeah, a week from next Monday. So uh, on Monday the 13th, Kinsey Six will be here. Lots to talk with them about. But they're on tour right now doing drag story time. You know, the thing that that the right-wingers want to outlaw because they say it sexualizes kids. I, I don't know. But, yeah, so... Um, they will be joining us. I wanted to give you a, a taste of what they're all about. I'm a big fan. <clears throat> yeah, so someone thought it was um, Randy Rainbow in the chat room. Not not Randy Rainbow. Kinsey Six. S-K-I-N-S-E-Y-S-I-C-K-S. They're so good. So uh, we got that to look forward to. Okay? Okay. And you know what today is? It's that other Tuesday. You know what we do every other Tuesday, don't you? If the news gives you the blues, here's the perfect place to go. It's Tuesdays with Carla on the Nicole Sandler Show. It is that other Tuesday, and Laffy is here. However, we only have a photograph of her today because uh, she got an eye thing. Um, um, Laffy, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? I can. I hear you Okay. Not as good as before. What? Oh, I see what's going on. Okay, I got it. There you got was, it? There was, your show was coming from 14 different areas. <laughs> it was coming from, I, I had to get rid of YouTube. I had to turn off the YouTube in your on your site. Yeah, uh-huh. I had to turn off the live broadcast, which popped up automatically. Uh-huh. And I've got it now boiled down to just us. Thank okay. Goodness. Hey, we're here. <laughs> Yay. Woo. Yay. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's horrible. It was like I heard your voice in 15 different locations all at once. Yeah, that's anyway, not fun. Hi. hi. So, um, yes, and I th- so so I said it's an I thing. You want to explain? Because I'm going to have this in a couple of weeks again. Yeah, but you probably won't have the complication that I did. I just had a, a mild complication. It was a cataract surgery, and everything was fine. But um, the first day I got home, you know, when the, right after I got home. I I fell asleep, and when I opened my eye, I apparently scratched my cornea because it was dry. Yeah, that's not good. And I was left with a, t- a little scar, which just meant with, that I could sort of see something float in and out every so often. So yesterday, I went for a little laser correction of that, and they corrected a couple of other things. There was a little scar tissue left over. So today, it seems to be okay. I'm still waiting. There's still some kind of weirdness going on, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Okay. Well, but the, the bottom line is your eye is sort of messed up. And so you're not putting on makeup and you don't want to be on camera. So we'll cut you some slack this time only. Yeah, this time only. This no, time I, I was only. afraid not putting on the makeup, taking off the makeup. I was um, afraid I'd be putting too much pressure on the eye. Yeah, I understand. So, you know, because yeah. I went through the eye surgery some right. months ago. This is the milady. <laughs> Malady, malady, malady section of the show. Um, <laughs> so you know, I had the I had the the retinal surgery thing that I had to have because I there was a chance I was going to go blind. So I had that surgery in my right eye, and the doctor told me once this is done, the the bad thing about it is it speeds up cataracts. So you're gonna need cataract surgery sometime after you get this surgery. Well. It came on me warp speed because my right eye is like, what? Huh? Yeah, um, so it's doubled. Ugh, horrible. So I get um, cataract surgery on the 20th. 
So in like three weeks. Um, so I'll probably have a day or two that I need to take off. But yeah, so there we go. Um, yeah, you'll be a little fuzzy for a day or so, but it, it really isn't that bad. The worst part about it is having to put in drops four times a oh day. Oh my God, I have to start that tomorrow. Yeah, the, you the, start the day before. No, you have to start, I start tomorrow? Tomorrow. So on the oh, 1st I of did March. The day before. Nope, the, four times a day I've got to put in drops, four times a day leading wow. up to the surgery. And and the thing is they're implanting a lens, which allegedly. Yeah, that's what they do. Will, will fix my eyesight in my right eye. My ophthalmologist believes that after the surgery i will not have to wear glasses i don't oh, be, i don't you know, play, because my left eye i mean my left eye is better than my right eye but it it's still a little you know i don't know well, well with see. me uh, a lot of people don't have to wear glasses after they have it but with with me they said do you want do you want farsighted or nearsighted because they give you the option right or if they do them at the same time meaning one do one, one, one week eye, and one another right. week yeah no they can they can uh, do a little differently, one of each or something, or both the same. I can't remember. Whatever it was, it wasn't applicable because insurance wouldn't cover it. Oh. And you also get a, a different side effect. You, you can get a halo. Oh. So I said, yep, just right. do it like the one. I, you know, I'm farsighted now. Just give me the farsighted one. No, well, I'm not getting a new color or iris shape, Bob LeBlanc. I'm just no, fixing the, 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 the problem, not, not changing anything. No. It's no, not, it's, it's, they have to replace the, the what's lens there because so, the lens right. is so fucked up. So, so, uh, but what it did for me is it changed my sight a little bit. I'm used to seeing a certain way yeah. and now I don't see quite as, as far as I used to be able to. Hmm. And the range where it's clear is shorter wow. just because, of, you know, your own eye is different from a lens. Right. They can't tailor the lens to exactly what you had before. Right. So no, your, and, your, the lens you get may work out for you. The one right, I got. Right. Yep. I still wear reading glasses now. You know, it's still the same. Right. Because yeah. I wanted the farsighted one. Right. So, gotcha. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I just it, let him. Do, he said, here's what I think you should do. And I said, okay, you do that. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. You just yep. do what he says. Yep. That's basically what I did. Yep. But, uh, you know. It's okay. What's nice about it, though, what's really strange is when, when you get one of these new lenses put in, all of a sudden it's brighter and the colors are more accurate. If you close the eye that is bad and just look out the eye that now has the new lens, it's like looking through something beautiful and crystalline and brand new, shiny. And when you close the eye and look through your all other eye, it's a little bit dulled down. Hmm. It's not quite as bright well, and shiny. Well, then you just take the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That brings the colors out. Part. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not worried. I mean, George in the charity, you, you should be fine, Nicole. I'm not worried. I'm just letting you guys know that this is coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not so, worrisome. Yeah. That's it's all. Not, it's not, I, I'm not it's worried. Not it's not like the other surgery I had. That w that was scary. But yeah, this this yeah. is not. So. No, this is not bad. Um, and if I say it's not bad, it's really not bad. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I'm a big baby. You are a big baby. Yeah, I am. Big baby. Um, and I'm so proud of it. God to laugh is with us. So you're, you're back. You're back in California where yeah. um, what's the weather like there? <laughs> Today, it's perfect. Really? Today, it's there is not a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful blue skies and sunny about 50. It's gorgeous. Um, but a couple of days ago, our electricity went out because it was a big, huge storm and it rained like crazy for like two solid days without stopping at all 
and everything got flooded where it usually doesn't get flooded. We were fine, except for the, the quick blackout. But uh, in, in like, uh, if you guys are familiar with, with Studio City in California and the LA area, it, the, uh, the, the streets got flooded, like for realsies, like where cars were, yeah. you know, I know. stopped and yeah. people were on the rooftops. So it was creepy. Um, in right now in Canada, it's snowing where I, I live. In I know you have you have the ring doorbell on your your house there, yeah. so you can see <laughs> what's happening outside your house in Canada. I, I love I that. Do. I do. I check the weather every day, and it's like been snowing a lot, like almost like I think it was like it was when we first got there this last time, mm-hmm. where there was so much snow you had to dig your way into the garage. Well, it's like that again, and that's not the usual. So obviously, climate change has affected their no their weather patterns. That's a hoax. Oh yeah, I swear Come to God. On. Come on. No, really, they, there is such a thing. It's not a hoax. <laughs> but um. It, I wasn't expecting it. Or I don't think anyone was expecting it to snow that hard again, but it's gorgeous. And, and our kids are up there and they love it. Yeah. So well, and, and again, you're them. getting hit with another storm down there. And meanwhile, the East Coast, uh, Northeast, is now getting the storm that you had a few days ago. Right, right. Although the storm that we, the new storm, it was nothing. It was just rain. It oh, was good. just normal okay. rain. All right, good. Yeah. Um, a yeah. chat question from the chat room. Northside Yanks asked, what happened to the day of hate, Nicole? Well, apparently they were out and about. We honestly didn't leave the house on Saturday because why be vulnerable to that stuff right. if they were going to do it? Right. Uh, apparently police were on alert all over the country in New York, down here in South Florida. Um, this group apparently showed up at the Daytona Speedway and hung banners and saying, you know, Henry Ford had it right and shit like that. Um, you know what? They're outed as the assholes they are. So <clears throat> I don't want to give them, you know, good. It 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 wasn't, it didn't turn Eventful. out to be as, right. And maybe it's because we talked about it, but. I think so. Right. So, you know, don't give them the time of day. These people are fucked up. And I got to tell you, the Florida, I think it was Orange County, um, Florida, which is the Orlando area. Uh, one of our listeners in the chat room called them the other day. That was, that was not the day. No, I know that wasn't the day of hate. The Daytona Speedway. Okay, it was before that. Anyway, they're still out and about in, you know, but they're not don't give them power. That's what I'm saying. And um, yeah, yeah, they, they, they'll take it. If you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. But apparently in some of these places where they've been accosting people going in and out of Chabad's or synagogues, um, they have been arrested because yes, there is freedom of speech, but you can't harass people like that. There is a law against that. I guess they didn't do it in, it was South Orlando and I'm not sure if that's Orange County or, you know, that's about four hours from here. So, but, um, you know, they're a nuisance. They're just, I'm glad I haven't come upon them because if I did, I'd probably get in trouble because you know me, I can't keep my mouth shut. (laughs) Yeah, Winston. I wouldn't open my mouth. Winston Smith in in the chat room said, I know that the day of hate caused many, many temples across the country to increase their security. I'm glad there was no violence reported, but it's still an issue we need to deal with. We do. You just need to be aware that these kind of, and I hesitate to call them people. They're not people. They're animals. These are, they're cretins that they exist and they're out there. I got to tell you, you know, 
I opened up the Miami Herald today, and I do enjoy reading these days the editorial page that also has letters to the editor. And the Miami Herald, I think, feels that it's their responsibility to do the, you know, both sides thing. So there's usually there's usually a letter that's complimentary of the fascists or something. But boy, not today. It's there's one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten letters. Ten letters to the editor in today's paper. And every last one of them is is just apoplectic over what this idiot posing as governor is doing in the state. Oh, I mean, good to hear. And there's one um, basically congratulating the paper and thanking them for dropping Dilbert. Um, <laughs> yeah, because that that's something... <laughs> I, Boy, talk about tanking your career on purpose. Oh, my God. That Somebody guy. Suggest, oh, you know, um, Popat. I don't know if you know who Popat is. Ken White. He's a he's a conservative, excuse me, a, a, a commentator. And, and I guess he has a blog. And at one point, years and years and years ago, like back in 2010, he wrote a whole column about me and how much what an idiot I am because I I had contacted the Secret Service about um, something that happened that went viral all over Twitter, all over everywhere, uh-huh. went on all to all the TV stations and stuff. And um, and so I wrote a blog post explaining that the Secret Service was really pleasant to deal with. And I was very impressed and very, very happy with the way they were treating this, you know, because it was about Obama. And um, yeah, hi, Shalel. And um, anyway, so so he he didn't like that I wrote that. He thought I was being ridiculous. And I was I was really just doing it out of like, wow, I'm kind of happy that this is the way they treat people who report uh-huh. stuff. Right. You know, well, and, and, and I, I guess I gushed because uh, I didn't expect them to treat me so well. And he just went after me, he called me buttercup in his, in his column. Oh God. Uh, <clears throat> right, that's where Angie Coiro and I get the name buttercup for me when we, <laughs> when I do her show and when I used to do her show regularly. But, um, but anyway, uh, he thinks that, that Dilbert guy did this intentionally to to end the strip, he he thought maybe it was like uh, what are those guys that they they kill them the police uh, death by death police. by police yeah Su- suicide by police well and he even said I knew this was going to happen well then don't don't complain that's what if you knew exactly it was going to happen said. then yeah. you get what you deserve you did this knowing this would happen so fuck you this guy Scott Adams I'll tell you something I didn't know his name. I've heard of Dilbert, never thought, it, never really considered it one way or another. It was right. I, I didn't find it humorous. It was just always there. But one right, day exactly. I'm on Twitter and this idiot is in my stream saying something. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was, but it was something horribly racist or offensive anyway. Yeah. And I called him out on it thinking he was just some rando on Twitter. (laughs) And then all these people started jumping in my stream. Oh, you're just trying. You're just going after Scott Adams to get your own 15 minutes of fame. Like, who the fuck is Scott Adams? And then someone said, oh, he's the Dilbert guy. Oh, all right. So he's full of himself on top of it. And we got into it back and forth. And then I finally blocked him. This was four or five months ago. And then this happened. So, um, Ugh, you know, ugh. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I, I never read his, you know, years and years and years and years ago, when it, when I first discovered his his little strip or whatever it is, uh, I tried reading it and I thought it was completely unfunny. I didn't understand why it was getting a good spot in the pages. Yeah, I didn't understand the appeal at all. And then all of a sudden, like you, I discovered that he's some kind of right wing nut job 
and that made it even more justified that I you know, that that I didn't like his stuff. I figure, oh no, that, yeah, that's that's right, a good reason. Right. I must have sensed something. But right, yeah, he's horrible. horrible. He's just horrible. Horrible. But he's not as bad as the governor. Now, the governor oh, no, of the no, state right. of Florida has a book that was released today. So he's doing a book tour, but it's not really a book tour, just like he's not really running for president. Right, he's exactly. just visiting all the early primary states, raising money. Right. I mean, it's just this guy must ha- hold the people of this state in such contempt. He thinks they're that stupid. But I want to share yep. with you a couple of these letters. Mm-hmm. Like one is... Exhibit number one is the, he- you know, they they put a little title on each of the letters. Governor DeSantis gets a lot of criticism for his meddling with public education, banning books and strong arm tactics as he pushes his right wing agenda on Florida. He's also doing a great job of giving us all a lesson in fascism. Florida today is reliving 1930s Germany in real time. Yep. That's yep. just one. The, the next one is about school priorities. And how he's fucked up. Then I really like this one. It's can't stop progress. Some politicians like Florida's authoritarian Governor DeSantis want to roll back time using culture war legislation. This is a futile effort because conditions change and gradual adaptation can't be stopped. It's called progress. (laughs) The views and circumstances that shaped us aren't what shaped the next generation And if we're lucky, neither will the persistent prejudices we wrestle with today. Communities prosper and work only when when they carry everyone along with them. We must elect individuals who comprehend the role of government as working for everyone. We are government and government is not bad. Let's stop electing people who hate government because they do a lousy job. Well, they don't only hate government. I wish more people, that was a really good letter. Yeah. But I really wish more people would realize that it's these people who want complete power. So it doesn't, whether they like government or not, that's like secondary to the fact that they are doing everything they can to, uh, which is, I I might have some stuff I can't remember in in our, in our tweet spot today, but um, why they're pushing away trans, you know, not pushing away, they're, they're trying to eradicate trans people and women, uh, you know, keeping women pregnant and at home and everything. And, you know, uh, uh, black and brown people, they would love to eradicate them. Anyone who doesn't look or sound exactly like them and believe exactly as they do. It's not a matter of just, hating government. Yes. And I'm going to read to you one last letter because this one says it perfectly. Listen to this, because what I've been trying to articulate and I've been having a hard time getting it out goes along with the opposite world, you know, theory. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill criminalizing school instruction that might cause a person by virtue of his or her race, color, sex, or national origin to feel guilt, anguish, or other forms of psychological distress because of actions in which the person played no part committed in the part in the past by other members of the same race, color, national origin, or sex. Suppose DeSantis were to sign legislation prohibiting schools from teaching that white Christians were instrumental in the murder of millions of Jews, Roma people, gays, political prisoners, and others during World War II, or that Turks committed genocide against Armenians 100 years ago, or that Hindus massacred Muslims in India. Such instruction might offend white Christians or those of Turkish or Hindu backgrounds. Teachers should not fear that simply teaching historical truth will put them at peril 
because some students might feel uncomfortable. The governor says he's against indoctrination, but aren't his educational policies meant to indoctrinate by omission a narrower and less truthful view of history and life? Yeah. You think? The answer is yes. Yes. So it's, <laughs> right. you know, he's like, you can't, it's indoctrination if you teach, you know, the African-Americans about um, critical race theory. Well, it's indoctrination. That's what you say. What is it when, you know, I saw a picture of Kyle Rittenhouse, must have been right. about six or eight years old, holding a big AR type gun and smiling. That's yep. indoctrination to him, right. to DeSantis. That's okay. Right. It's, it know, has to be their kind of indoctrination. A rose by all. any other word. Is that how mm-hmm. any other name would some, smell as sweet? It's the, in the eye of the beholder because Ron DeSantis is a racist and a bigot. Anything that doesn't align with his racist point of view is indoctrination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're indoctrinating kids the other way. No, thank you. I'm so glad I don't have a child in school anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. Me too. Oh, my God. Actually, I have two children in school, but that's a whole different thing. different kind of school, but, you know. Yeah. So, so, you know, his book is out today. And by the way, there's a thing to every day. There's something else with this guy. And there was an article the other day saying he picked that up from Trump. The 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 oh yeah the yep. the process grab the headline throw enough shit against the wall to, so that every day it's something else and people can right. focus on one thing one heinous thing he's doing because there's so much of it. So right, I was meanwhile thinking, riling up his base. Yeah, right. But but look, I mean, every single letter in the Miami Herald is saying this guy is a fascist. He's an authoritarian. We need to change this. I don't understand the disconnect between, you know, his approval ratings in the state and the way people feel about him. Because the only ones who like him are the maggots. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. It was funny. This I saw a clip um, probably from either, well, it had to be from either Aaron Rupar or Asen. A C Y N A C N of of one of the um I think it was Brett Baer at a restaurant saying who do you who do you want to run for president? Who do you think should be president? And he was hoping they'd say DeSantis. And he kept jumping from table to table and every single one of them said Trump. So he finally goes to somebody wearing a DeSantis shirt and he goes, Oh, so here are DeSantis fan. Do you want him to who do you want for president? She said, Well, Either DeSantis or Trump. I saw it. I saw it. They couldn't find somebody who supported DeSantis over Trump in Florida, in In a very red area. Right. Meanwhile. It was amusing. Meanwhile. All right. I got to tell you this, and then we're going to go to Tweet Spot. But it was infuriating. So I'm already... You know how I... We did a whole thing on media yesterday. I had the guys from Project Censored on. So I'm on this... 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 um, uh, you know, media tirade as it is. But so I'm watching MSNBC and today, you know, I'm having lunch and I'm watching Nicole Wallace. And let me say oh. one thing. She actually does a really good job. Mm-hmm. The way she presents her show, the way she yeah. does interviews, the way she covers the news. Yeah. I like her style because she mm-hmm. she doesn't take shit. She says what she thinks. She's not reading and from a script. And she's knowledgeable. And she knows what she's talking about. Problem right. is, she, and she admits she's freely that she was a Republican. 
his, mm-hmm. she calls it her former party. But yesterday or today, yesterday or today, whenever it was, they're talking about the disclosures from the, the Dominion filings about Fox and what they knew. And she she was defending how Fox used to be said they didn't used to make stuff up. They were there what? to defend the Republicans stance on things. Bullshit. That's just Judith Miller. Anybody? What? 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 Yeah, I know. I know. She, see, she she was trying. Yeah. And so stop it, Nicole. You can't defend the indefensible. But the other part of it is her guests are all either never Trumpers, which is the majority of them, or if she does have a Democrat on, it's a it's a moderate. It's a conservative. She never has progressives on, right. which bugs me. All that aside. Today, I'm watching, and that's my problem mm-hmm. with the channel. I talk about it all the time, that MSNBC is the never-Trumper channel. It's right. the home for disaffected Republicans. They've taken over the the place that, you know, Democrats and progressives used to be able to go and watch some some semblance well, Michael, of the news. Michael Steele was the one subbing for Chris I Hayes. I know, Chris Hayes last night. Michael I had to turn it Steele off. Like, subbing really? for Chris I know, Hayes. I know. I see... That, I have a problem with that. Again, it is the Never Trumper channel. So as long as you keep it in that, you know, you realize that's what it is. That's what it is. But yeah. this morning I had it on. And um, what's her name? Chris Jansing is speaking with Charlie Sykes. What? First of all, another Never Trumper. What? Yeah. I'm sure he's got a cot set up in an office somewhere mm-hmm. because he's always there. He's always, always there. there. He's like the omnipotent, you know, being at MSNBC. So, so he's there, and he starts talking about the dueling conferences that are going on this weekend. So there's CPAC. It's CPAC time again. And um, CPAC. It's always CPAC time. I know. It's like, forget it. <laughs> so it's CPAC, but then the other faction is um, Club for Growth. So Club Ugh. for Growth is now aligned with DeSantis and that, you know, and that group. And they're doing a big gathering just a few miles away from Mar-a-Lago for big Republican donors. It's his way of getting under Trump's skin, I guess. Trump is speaking at CPAC. DeSantis isn't. So Charlie Sykes says it's a clash between the crazies and the normies. And I'm like, I did a double take. What did he just say? So I get the crazies. CPAC is the crazies. Yeah. But so is Club for Growth. He's calling Ron DeSantis the normies. There's nothing normal (laughs) about fascism in the no. 21st century. Ron DeSantis is not part of the normal faction of the Republican Party. There is no normal faction in the Republican Party today. Oh, my and God. And Chris Jansing, of course, did nothing. Said nothing. No pushback. And I'm like. She wasn't listening. <laughs> I, I, probably not. But still, I don't know that she would have pushed back anyway. But no, I, she wouldn't I was have. like. I, I I was I was like I was paralyzed. Like, what do I yeah. do? Do I call out MSNBC? I've been calling them out for days over the stupid trial that they carried for two days nonstop. Instead what of trial, oh, the Murdoch trial. Don't you know? Oh, I don't watch during the day. So so on oh my Thursday God. <laughs> and Friday, yeah. not only MSNBC but CNN as well. They, apparently, the Alex Murdoch, who I I. Uh, heard his name because I heard he was there was a murder trial, but I'm not paying attention to that. I don't care about some fucking murder trial in South Carolina. He took the stand. (gasps) Oh, my God. He took the stand.
<laughs> so they carried it. And I figured, all right, they'll carry it for a few minutes. They right. carried it for the rest of the day Thursday. Wow. And then came back Friday and carried it all day Friday. You mean so, every show, that's all they did? During the day, that's all they did. They went for wow. hours on end carrying the testimony of this accused murderer that nobody gives a shit about. What happened to news? I mean, it was the day, the anniversary of the invasion of, of uh, Ukraine. It was There was stuff going on, and this is all they could bring us? Like, that was important? Oh, that's horrible. So oh, I had God. been tweeting at them. He's saying, what the fuck, dudes? You know, (laughs) what are you doing here? Um, And uh, so I I just I just shook my head and just walked away. What am I getting? That's so disgusting. And then yesterday had the guys on from Project Censored because uh, to talk about the fact that if they really if it was they thought it was a slow news day, which it wasn't. You can go to projectcensor.org. They always have their running list of the top 25 stories that are not being covered by the corporate media. So, you know, I, it's all oh, I can do. It's just it's it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating to watch the spiraling down of this country. It really is. Every time I I think, you know, okay, I got I got the last story of the day that's going to make me this this pissed off. And then you just come. Okay, wait, hold. I got to correct. Diane Russell's like not all the ones I watch, Nicole. The trial was only on during the daytime hours. Right. So she's like, it wasn't on Joy Reid. It wasn't on Ari Melbourne, Chris Hayes or Rachel. Of course not. The, The trial wasn't going on at night. Daytime hours from the time this idiot took the stand until right. they adjourned, they carried it live, is what I'm right. saying. That's why I said I hadn't seen it because I only watch primetime. So, you know, it, I watch MSNBC at night right. and that's it. I used, to watch, I used to have it running in the background. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And, and I was pretty yeah. diehard. I know you, you know were. that. Oh, I know. And I wasn't. And you know when I watch MSNBC now? At night... I know mm-hmm. CNN did it too. I said that. You know, you guys yes, listen you very selectively. You, listen. you listen. You you don't listen, and then you call me out for something I you perceived that I didn't say. I said it. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, the uh, um, I at night, you know, I have to fall asleep with the TV on, so I turn on MSNBC and I fall asleep to it. So that's when I see I watch the nighttime Seinfeld. shows. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, um, that's a good enough time as any, but... Um, let's let loose yeah, the birdies. Yeah, it's very frustrating. And even primetime, um, even though there's Oops. some good stuff, Whoops. like Rachel's had, Rachel had somebody on yesterday who I just loved, and I've forgotten her name, Nebraska State Senator, who, who is single-handedly taking on uh, their legislature. Uh, she's standing up for trans people, and they're trying to pass horrible anti-trans legislation yeah. and she is going to filibuster her ass off oh, good. and put it off and and make them not be able to pass legislation and say hey look we also have to pass a budget what are you going to spend your time on because i'm going to keep talking and you're not going to be able to pass a budget what do you think you should do she's going to keep doing that anyway rachel had her on she was fantastic i put i actually put the um segment up on uh, mastodon if you want to see it you guys or go to msnbc.com and, and just look for Rachel's show. But um, they do have some good stuff on primetime. And they also have some stuff that drives me nuts. They also concentrate on the wrong things too often. Spocko says Michelle Kavanaugh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just wrote, uh, or is it Michelle or Michaela? Mike, Michaela. I, Karina said Michaela yeah. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Anywho, anywho, let's do some anywho. cuties. Let's do it. I it's the wrong one, but you know, this is what it's we're okay. going with. That's okay. Because we missed Welcome it. Welcome to my Twitch spot. Okay, so what are the tutors and the tweeters and the idiots all up in arms about today? By the way, I can't hear the music when you play it. You can't. Oh, we okay. We mm-hmm. need to play with that. Just so you know that for some um, reason you're not hearing. I we need to. We need to. We need to uh, test and make it work again. Yeah, we'll we'll do that one day, <laughs> and then it'll come out wrong when we go on air. So what difference does it make? Um, well, first of all, you know that Ivanka got. Uh, summoned. She did. And in fact, not only Ivanka, she was subpoenaed, not summoned. Mm-hmm. She was subpoenaed no, I was, by... I was kidding. I, okay. As was yeah. Jared. They were both uh, yeah. subpoenaed by um, uh, Mr. Smith, the, the special counsel. Jack and Smith. Jack Smith. And so I said when the news broke, oh, we may have to have a visit from Vonky the next time where uh, Laffy is here. Vonky's here. <gasps> oh my God. Vonky is here. So Laffy let me in the door. I was pounding and <laughs> her dog was barking at me. I don't think he likes me. I think Hamilton uh, thinks I'm the enemy. Well, I'm not. Well, if the shoe I'm fits. Not. I'm not the enemy. I like okay. purses. You like, oh. I like purses. Okay. I like purses. I like I like good fashion that my slaves' children uh, make in China. But I I do enjoy <laughs> a good purse. Um, anyway, the grand jury. Yes, the grand jury. The grand okay, jury. so at first, at it was this this was really something. Um, daddy, you know, daddy. Yeah, yeah. I, daddy. We know your daddy, the former guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's he's the present guy, the current guy to no, me. No, he's but, the former guy. But okay, go on. Um, Daddy didn't want me to testify in front of a jury. No. But then he realized, Daddy realized it wasn't just a regular jury. It was a grand jury. (laughs) So I could go because he said it's so grand that I really need to make an appearance. (laughs) So I put on my Pradas and I I just toddled right on over. And they were so kind. Mm. They were so kind. And they Wait, were have kind. I gone yet? Did they? Did they? <laughs> she gone yet? No. Did, is, I just made that up. <laughs> they were kind. She hasn't even they were gone. Kind. Anyway, I'm sorry, Ivanka, for interrupting that's, you. But that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You, you interrupt me all the time. You're loud mouth. Um. Anyway, da- um, he he. Daddy wanted me to hand out Trump water to yes, them. Right. You know, like he did after the train wreck in Ohio. Yes. Um, and so I, I'm going to be handing out, but Governor DeWine was so loyal and supportive to daddy. He said to me yeah. that there's no bigger train wreck than daddy, which I thought was the supreme compliment. He's very loyal. Yeah, very loyal. Yep, yep. Yep. Very much so. I could see you're as, as intuitive as your father. Thank you. I try to emulate daddy as often as possible, except for the big stomach. But uh, oh, and the diapers I have, I'm not in. I Although I am going to start my own line, but that's another story. Yeah. A, a so, line of diapers. So Vonky, um, are, you, are, are you are you and uh, uh, Jared going to be part of the, the new campaign? If we get paid enough, I'm sure we'll do anything they ask. Um, I prefer, though, to take care of my adorable little children 
and um, and I do that uh, along with the help of 12 nannies. So I think I have my hands full. <laughs> oh, of course. Right. Okay. Yes. Um, but, so, you know, Jared's always there for me now what, in a way. What, what are you going to do if, um, you know, Jared gets indicted? You know, uh, the, the word out of Georgia is that there are indictments coming down for like a dozen people or more. Nicole, I'm my own woman. What does that mean? I don't need Jared. I don't need a man. <laughs> I'm my own woman. If he ends up, if Jared, my dear Jared, who lets me have anything I want, he's just like daddy. I call him daddy sometimes. <laughs> I bet um, you do. <laughs> but if he has to go to jail, I'm my own woman and I can put on my own makeup. Thank you. Oh, but when Jared's there, he does it for you? Yes. Um, well, <laughs> When he's not doing his own. Oh, I but see. But that's another. Right. That's, that's another. We don't want to gotcha. talk about that mm. yet. That's coming out in the book. Oh, you're writing a book. Well, I wouldn't call it writing. I'm talking and listening to somebody else as they type, and I'm uh-huh. giving them some facts that I think are important, like the lipstick story. Okay. Um, how about, do you go into the, how you wound up getting all those patents from China when your daddy was in office? Please that, don't call him daddy. That's my name for him. Daddy. Daddy. When your daddy no, was in office. No, please, please don't say that that way. I only get to say it that way. Daddy. Oh, he loves when I say that. I, I'm daddy. sure he does. Daddy, are you listening? We're talking to Nicole. Daddy. Is he listening? Oh, what, what, so he listens to you yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes sure. you've had him on. You've had I him have on. had him on. I have yes. had him on. Yeah. Yeah. He's wonderful. Yeah. He's wonderful. You know. He's so spontaneous. Uh, is he? Is he now? <laughs> What's the most spontaneous thing he's done? <laughs> Ejaculate. <laughs> I can't do Not on anymore. purpose. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, the minute you mentioned, um, um, Ivanka Trump, everybody. Ivanka Trump, everybody. Oh, hold on, I'm looking for my applause. Ah, Where's the applause button? Here we go. Oh, I Come can on. hear it. There we go. There, you can hear that, right? No. No? All right, we got to fix no. this. You should be hearing that. <laughs> oh, then I can't even play for it. I was going to play J.L. Coven, who is our Trump. Every time. Oh, he's you know, so good. When he's you hear so Trump good. on here, it's it, nine times out of ten, it's J.L. Coven. And now he does a... um. Uh, he does an Elon Musk and it's oh, he so does? good. And I, I hate oh. that you can't listen oh. um, because Elon Musk just banned black Twitter to protect. What? He banned black Twitter what? to protect. What? Listen to me. I'm telling you to protect <laughs> Dilbert. Okay. You can't hear this, but I'll tell you what. Turn down your mic for a second because I'm going to play <clears throat> some of Elon Musk. How do Musk. I turn? You mean turn it off? How yeah. How do I do that? Well, here, I'll, I'll pop. The I'll, volume? Yeah. The, I'll pop you down. I'll do that okay. so so you won't feed back. And then you can turn on YouTube and listen because you got to hear oh, Elon crap, Musk. Wait. You know, if I do that, I'm going to screw something up. Oh. I'll just hope to listen. Okay. Loud. Just play well, it really loud. Okay. <laughs> here's, here's Elon Musk who just banned black Twitter to protect Dilbert. So the woke mob and the totally racist media has now uh, attacked Scott Adams. 
<laughs> uh, basically one of the comedy goats. He created Dilbert. Um, comedy goats. So basically saying something that's like totally normal. <laughs> I heard this all the time in South Africa that like blacks are a hate group and the woke media, which is obviously very racist against whites. We have the data to prove it has basically canceled them. And that's why I'm giving Scott Adams Twitter blue free of charge because we are anti-woke and anti-cancel culture and totally free speech uh-huh. on the Elon Musk Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't think that goes <clears throat> far enough. So I've come up with like a totally cool, like very smart idea. Um, I've heard a lot about black Twitter, which I'm actually, I'm effectively banning right now. Black Twitter uh, no longer exists, <clears throat> but I will offer Twitter black. Twitter black. Uh, it will cost <laughs> it'll five cost, thirds. It'll cost five as thirds much as, as Twitter, Twitter blue. blue. Because it's like constitutional humor because it's, it's kind of like reparations <laughs> for like people who've been treated poorly by racist anti-white media. So like finally white people will have a chance <clears throat> and black Twitter will have to pay its fair share, hopefully uh, to me uh, yeah. and I'll be even richer. And <laughs> you know, I know it's cool because I'm friends with Dave Chappelle <laughs> He's friends and he with told Dave me Chappelle. <laughs> that this would be like totally hilarious. So, you know, when you have comedy goats like Dilbert and Dave Chappelle, like <laughs> how can you be wrong? So Twitter black, Coming soon. Twitter Get ready black. to pay extra. Get ready to pay I'm extra. Rich biatch. Twitter black. <laughs> oh my god. That. He's like, Twitter black coming soon. Get ready to pay more. Biatch. Dave Chappelle <laughs> said I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were being serious when you said he was banning black Twitter. Oh no, it was it was JL Coven's okay, Elon Musk. Yeah. You I, got me. Yeah, I I'm gonna post this. I'm gonna uh here, I'll you I, have to I'll put oh, it on Twitter so just because it's so too good. fucking funny here i just all right i just tweeted it um so people can right, watch speaking it. of trump yes being a total moron ross story uh posted uh trump brutally mocked after tabloid reveals details of his new mar-a-lago gig trump <laughs> now has a regular gig as a dj at his mar-a-lago estate in florida trump sits at his table with an ipad where he lines up tunes such as celine dion's hit song from titanic while he eats quote and this is from laura bassett from jezebel uh-huh. if this man is never actually going to be in jail for his various crimes the next best thing is for him to just stay put in that soothing groundhog's day style time loop utterly content with his thursday night dj gigs and unable to fuck up geopolitics oh my god <laughs> i get it he wants a job on women who rock the new radio station I'm putting to you. I'm putting together a yes. Women Who Rock radio station. Oh, yeah. yeah you, oh, God. He, uh, oh, my God. Guess what, Donald? You will never, ever be a DJ on my radio station, just so you know. So you got to do a club gig. You got to play it, do the DJ thing at Mar-a-Lago. That's all you can do. <laughs> oh, he's just pathetic. There's not even a word. I can't even think of a word. He's just beyond pathetic. Okay, the next one's from Washington Post. This okay. is a little shorty. Uh, the group, first, the group of doctors championed uh, ivermectin yes. as a COVID panacea, yeah. right? Yep. Now, it failed to live up to the hype. Now they're promoting the same anti-parasitic to prevent and treat the flu and RSV. Of course they are. 
Of course, can you? But they I mean, are. people will do it. You know, they're going to do it. Oh my god, they're going to kill themselves. They're going to take horse medicine. People are so that fucking wasn't that stupid. the worm medicine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to take worm medicine oh for the god. flu. Yeah. All right. Uh, Dean Dean Baker. Yes. This is this is something you and I talk about. This is something we talk about on air and we talk about privately. Dean Dean Baker Dean Baker, a <laughs> senior economist say. at the Center for Economic and Policy Research. Yep. He said, "Pro tip for reporters and editors: when you quote a Republican politician referring to quote Democrat, when yes. the correct word is Democratic, yes, you were supposed to add quote." Sick, S-I-C. Right. Otherwise, readers will think that you were so ignorant, you don't know the correct name of one of the country's two major political parties. Yes. And, of course, they don't, They wouldn't know the name, the difference between an adjective and a noun. Right. Because Democrat is not an adjective. You know, Dean Baker is one of the few economists who I I understand, I read. I He's, he, he um, um, uh, Stephanie Kelton. Warren yep. Mosler, there are a few of them. There's a handful that speak English. Uh, Dean right. Baker is great. And CEPR, you know, we occasionally have a guy named Jeff Hauser on the show from um, uh, uh, the, the Revolving Door Project that Jeff Hauser is the director of. Revol- Revolving Door Project is a division of CEPR. That is Dean Baker's organization. They're oh, really, really spot on, really good. Well, it's good to, good to know you gave him a thumbs up because yes. I was, I, I didn't know whether he was good to quote, but once I read that quote, I figured, okay, he's good. Um, Aaron Rupar, okay, you have a video set up, I hope, of this. Oh, yes. But Aaron, Aaron Rupar uh, posted a video that's now going viral yes. of Matt Gates making a total utter ass of himself. He tried to use literal, this is, Aaron speaking, literal Chinese propaganda during a congressional hearing, and he got called on it by a witness, which you'll hear. And the when if you guys have the video, if you're watching, the expressions of the people behind the the witness, witness yes, are is priceless. (laughs) It's really great. uh, and after you do that, I'll give you Ryan Goodman's response. Okay. Let me just say, yes. So the person who's testifying is Colin Call. He's the Defense Undersecretary for Policy. And Matt Gates, that smarmy fuck from Florida who thinks he's so <laughs> smart, um, puts out he, – he, he wants to enter into the record – an article. And usually when they do this, they do it an article from a legitimate publication. That's what you need to keep in mind here. Matt Gates has no clue what it is he's introducing until the witness, the defense undersecretary for policy, calls him out and says, "Uh, do you know what you're quoting there? (laughs) It's just it's just perfect. Let's go to the videotape. Is the Azov battalion getting access to U.S. weapons? Uh, Not that I'm aware of, um, but you have information, uh, I'd seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the Global Times investigative report that uh, indica- that talks about training. It's uh, from the Atlantic Council's Digital Forensics Research Lab, uh, citing that the Azov Battalion was even getting stuff as far back as 2018. Without objection, so ordered. Any reason to disagree with that assessment? Dr. Is this Paul? the, I'm sorry, is this the Global Times from China? From China. No, this is. China. Now he's looking. Yes, That's he's looking read. at it. Yeah, it might oh, be. Yeah, yeah, As a general matter, I don't take Beijing's propaganda. <laughs> well, no, no. Yeah, but just tell me if the, if the allegation is true or false. 
I mean, uh, it, I don't have any evidence one way or okay. the other. As a general matter, I don't take Beijing's propaganda at face value. Fair, fair enough. I would agree <laughs> with that assessment. April twenty. Meanwhile, I got to back it up. Uh, to, hold on. Um, let me let me just back up a little bit to see the guy over Matt Gate over the witnesses right shoulder <laughs> look at the smile the shitty grin on that guy's face he's like you're such a tool <laughs> god and ryan goodman uh, ryan goodman says we're in gates formally enters chinese government propaganda into the congressional <laughs> record followed by the chair saying without objection right. so ordered they're all stupid they're all insane. Unbelievable. So if Matt Unreal. Gates didn't even know what he was entering in. And so yep. would you say that, do, do you, is there any credence to that? Well, <laughs> I don't know, but gotcha. I don't that, go for Chinese propaganda. Oh, well, I, I get that. Okay, moving on. What a <laughs> moron. Yeah, oh, you know was... what? I haven't played this in a long time, but okay. I think, oh, you know what? You wouldn't hear it anyway. Oh, okay. uh, I'm going to play it Sorry. anyway. It's a song. It's a brand new story about the brand new world's biggest asshole. 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 His name is Matt Gates. And he's the new world's biggest asshole. You did hear it? I sort of hear it. Because I was I was in and out. I was singing along so you could hear it. No, no, I know. I could hear I could hear Keith Olbermann though. Oh, I I played him. That that's I added Keith in doing it. No, I mean, but that part I could hear very clearly. You're you know what? You're probably getting it from my headphone feeding into the microphone because I wear my headphones really loud. Because years <laughs> okay. of wearing headphones too. with, you know, I did a, worked on a big goofy morning show where they would scream on the microphone. I had the headphones on and so I oh, think my boy. hearing anyway, suffers. Uh, here's something for you. Our GOP ex-senator uh, Inhofe. <laughs> I love this story. I do too. He retired uh, due to long COVID after opposing COVID aid. Isn't the that amazing? senator from Oklahoma said complications from the virus contributed to his stepping aside. He, uh, he voted against multiple COVID aid packages meant to help Americans at the height of the pandemic, including the family's first COVID response, the family's first COVID response act approved overwhelmingly by 90 senators in March, 2020 and the American rescue plan in March, 2021. So, and you know what he said? He said, well, you know what? Other people have it, too. They're just not saying it. They're, they're keeping it secret well, from you. Well, um, what's his name? Um, 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 Chris Coons has it. Um, there are a few Tim people. Kane. And I mean, Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine has it. Mm. Um, yeah. But Inhofe, that's interesting because, yes, there are Republicans. And um, the thing, Jim Inhofe, just the thing you need to remember about him, he's the asshole who brought a snowball onto yep. the Senate floor and said, they think there's climate change. Well, here's a snowball. Yeah. What? Yeah, he thought he was being so smart, just like Matt Gates thought he was being so clever. That's right. So I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, that's from China. Oh, oh, it is. Oh, so, oh, Chinese oh, oh. oh. well, okay. Oh. Uh, sure. Okay. I got but it. How do you feel okay. about it? Right. How do you feel about it? It doesn't matter if it's from a Chinese news. Okay. Anyway, Chris Geidner. Chris yes. Geidner. Um, he said there's an extreme ban on gender affirming care passed uh, that passed Oklahoma House yeah. today. Uh, yeah. Slate's Chase Strangio said. 
The ban passed the House 80 to 18. It bans care for minors and effectively bans care for adults and bans all insurance coverage Uh. for all ages and goes into effect immediately, all ages. He said, I assume everyone who said this, uh, said that this was just about minors will speak up now. Because all they've been saying is save the kids, yeah. save the kids. Oh my God, children, children. Well, guess what? They're it's not only this about minors. Everybody. That's yeah. right. Because if exactly. you're different, you must be eliminated. Exactly. That's. I mean, literally, that's what they're doing. And yeah. I don't use that word often. I'm. Everyone's no. using literally now. Literally. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yep. Everyone is saying literally been, all the time. They've been. Oh my God. Yeah. There's oh. the, literally doesn't mean literally to most people. No, it doesn't. They are using it emphatically for some reason. Figuratively. Anyway, here's my last right, story. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Last story. CBS. Um, federal agencies responsible for protecting the U.S. Capitol on January 6th yeah. did not, quote, fully process or share critical information, including about militia groups arming themselves ahead of the January 6th insurrection, a failure that stymied the response that day, according to a new 122-page report by the Nonpartisan Government Accountability Office. The FBI and the U.S. Capitol Police had seen, quote, threats that were true or credible days ahead of the assault on the building, the report said. But much as with September 11, 2001, a failure by multiple agencies to share information and connect dots left those securing the Capitol unprepared for the onslaught. GAO report also revealed specific tips that were obtained by some federal agencies ahead of the attack. For example, Capitol Police obtained information regarding a tip that a member of the Proud Boys had recently obtained ballistic helmets, armored gloves, vests, and purchased weapons, including a sniper rifle and suppressors for the weapons. The tip, which the Secret Service also obtained from its Denver field office, revealed the individual flew with others to D.C. on January 5th to incite violence. Per the report, investigators from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security reviewed a tip a day before the attacks on January 6th that revealed an individual had staked out parking lots of federal buildings to determine how to bring firearms into D.C. at January 6th events. The report also indicates there was a threat against the D.C. water system between December 16th, 2020 and January 4th, 2021. Information about the threat was obtained by the architect of the Capitol and was shared with Capitol Police. And finally, in addition to the Capitol Police and the FBI, five other federal agencies, including the Department of Homeland Security, the U.S. Secret Service, Park Police, Senate Sergeant at Arms, and Postal Inspection Service, developed a total of 27 threat products specific to the planned events of January 6th. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, it is. And you know what? It's frightening. It's frightening when you think about... People who were entrusted with the safety of the nation, protection of who were in in bed figuratively with the yeah. former guy and and the coup. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's sickening, really sickening. Yes, it is. Um, it is. Didn't you have one? Um, that, uh, 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 the, the the leak. Oh, no, it was. You know what it was? It was the uh, hacking into. Um, Oh, the hacking. Oh, the the um, the marshal, the U.S. Marshal Service was yeah. hacked and they uh, they ransomware installed on the computers at the U.S. Marshal Service. All kinds of police information was hacked and and taken. And um, the only w- reason we know about it is because um, uh, NBC, some reporter at NBC figured 
got the story, figured it out, right. and asked about it, and they were like, oh, yeah, we were hacked. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have known. But, right. you know, just so you many, wonder how, how much. other things? I mean, it's hundreds, thousands. Who knows how many other things? Somebody asked me today why the, the person uh, on January 6th who planted the uh, the pipe bombs, yeah. who was dressed in a sweatshirt, and you couldn't see their face. It was obscured, and all yeah. you could see were their sneakers. Yeah. Why haven't they been caught? And I, I mean, I'm not defending or not defending, but it seems to me when all you have to go on are sneakers and nobody else is reporting that they've seen this person and they're, they don't seem to have footage elsewhere that right. would show any more detail. I don't know how to say, well, yeah, yeah why haven't they caught this person? Although it's hard a, to catch someone. a lot of people think it's Marge. <laughs> just saying <laughs> i heard that some people say it's smart yeah, hey i just came across a video that i have to share with you because we were talking about matt gates well oh, yeah. um eric swalwell uncovered yes. something really interesting that matt gates did and we all need to hear this listen to congressman swalwell here one of the very first committees the very first committee hearing of this congress mr gates after we had all agreed on what the committee's plan was going to be, it was going to be voice voted, everyone agreed, Mr. Gates wanted to offer an amendment to say the Pledge of Allegiance. That's great. Every single person on our side supported that. Now, I don't think he really genuinely cares about saying the Pledge of Allegiance, but he wanted to do it again to own the libs and to see if we would vote against right. it. We didn't. But who did he bring in here to say the Pledge of Allegiance? Who? Who did he parade in here in a uniform? Do tell. Somebody that he met at a gun club, he said, uh-huh. locally. Okay. okay. All right. Mr. Cicilline had the crazy idea that maybe we should vet the people who come in here. Maybe. Make yeah. sure they're not insurrectionists. Mr. McClintock, I am not kidding you. Mr. McClintock said, well, it's not like we're going to invite somebody who committed murder. Uh-huh. uh-huh. No, he literally said that. It's right. not like we're going to invite somebody who committed murder. Okay. Well. Really? Who did Mr. Gates bring? He brought. <laughs> somebody who committed murder. Corey Beekman. Corey Beekman in 2019 was in a standoff with the Michigan police uh-huh. after he was arrested and charged with murder, uh-huh. assault with in, to in, in, intent to commit murder and two counts of felony firearm possession. Uh-oh. The family of the victims said Mr. Gates doing that, it was like getting a dagger stuck in our heart again. We were infuriated when we first saw it. I was Imagine disgusted that. with the whole thing. Again, Matt Gates put something in in the congressional record, or in this case, invites someone into the chamber to lead them in the Pledge of Allegiance. Who's a murderer? You know, just a little infraction like that. He just committed murder. Yeah, no biggie. No biggie. It's okay. Yeah. Wow. Especially after making a little show of, well, it's not like we're going to invite murderers in here. Let's get rid of the, um, what do you call those things where you walk through them? for uh, The magnetometers. Guns? Let's get rid of yeah. the metal detectors. Yes. Right. That way we can invite murderers to lead the Pledge of Allegiance that we don't care about. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Allegiance to Trump. Oh, allegiance my... to Nazism. Right. Allegiance On... to fascism. Right. Yeah. I, it, it just, it's a comedy of errors. And the yeah. fact that Matt Gates was never charged for his, you yeah. know, uh, trafficking of bad evidence children you know um i know i know all right i guess we're we're out of time yeah yeah i hate to leave on that note but what 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 are you going to do well we'll, (laughs) trying to see if i have anything else goodbye you're going to say goodbye and help you um leave on a nicer note oh okay oh vanky's back 
Yeah, Banky wants to say goodbye. Okay. Um, make amends for anything I may have said that would have offended, uh, like lipstick or <laughs> purses. I, I'm sure that might offend your sensibilities because you're a dirty hippie. But um, I just came to apologize for those words. The okay. rest is, was, was fine. The rest was good. Okay. Well, thank you for, for joining us, Ivanka. I, I know you're really busy with all kinds of important things. I love to be open-minded enough to come visit with my my rivals. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, good to know. Besides, I'm, I'm prettier than anybody you'll ever have on your show, so <laughs> I thought that might be a, a benefit. It'll help you get viewers well, and Well, I guess the plastic surgery helped because I've seen pictures of you before. You weren't that pretty. I thought I was really beautiful. Daddy told me I was. He then why? Was th- then why'd you change your face? I got bored. Oh, I see. That's all. Got it. Yeah, I had time on my hands, and I looked, and I said, "Oh, my nose. It's. I think I'll play with my nose today." And I went to the doctor. <laughs> don't you do that? No, normal people don't. Oh, well, I'm proud to have. To know that I'm not a normal person. I like to stand out. That's what Jared always tells me. He says, you stand out in a crowd. Uh Hey, did we ever find out how Jared got like the $2 billion to buy that building, the 666 Fifth Avenue, and how all that happened, that the debt that he had hanging over his head just mysteriously just disappeared and all is well with his world? He simply asked for the money and got it. From who? It was easy. By who? Who did he ask? I'm not a, I'm not at liberty to mm. divulge that. But but he wears but, robes and 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 headgear and stuff, right? Well, he's very popular with people of other persuasions. What persuasions would those be? Yes. Hmm. Just I, wondering. I I I all, you know the joke you're making a U out of A and E. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's not right. That's, it's making an ass out of you and me. Okay. All right. Sorry. On that note, I, I, Ivanka Trump, everybody. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. On that, I don't think we can top that. I think we need to go. I think she's gone. All right. Bye. <laughs> she's cracking herself up. <laughs> Start laughing. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Gotta laugh, everybody. Find her on the Mastodons. Not really on the Twitters anymore, but <laughs> no, not much anyway. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I can't. I can't. I can't top that. So, um, I don't know what we're doing tomorrow, but something. And I'll leave you with the news because there is news. Oh my god, that was. That's why you listen to the show. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Welcome to the working week. Congress is back. No, 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 no. That's yesterday's. God damn it. You know, I I was out. I just, I thought when I was done, and then they dragged me back in again because God damn it. Dang, got it. I got to, I got to get today's What's News. Hold on. You know, this is what happens. You get the big finish. 
and then you blow it and then you just screw it all up um because i forgot to drag in the correct file all right take two i'm done Wait, the justice is ah and now oh shit so that one's still playing okay you stop okay now i'll see you tomorrow here's the news it's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. The $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems against Fox Not News on Monday afternoon made public more of its discovery. This time, we get a glimpse into the thinking of Rupert Murdoch, the chair of Fox's parent company. Murdoch acknowledged in a deposition that some of the network's commentators were endorsing the false claim that the 2020 presidential election was stolen from the then president through fraud. Murdoch testifying, quote, I would have liked us to be stronger in denouncing it in hindsight. Murdoch said the former host, Lou Dobbs, endorsed it, quote, a lot, while primetime host Sean Hannity did, quote, a bit. Right. Dominion says Fox hurt its reputation in business by letting Trump lawyers, Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani, tout false claims on its air, including that Dominion machines were used to change votes. In this filing, we see senior executives at the network pretty much in agreement that they shouldn't help Trump spread the false narrative, but they wrestled with how firmly to disavow it without risking their Trump-friendly audience. How firmly? How about not at all? The court filings also revealed that Murdoch gave the former guy's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, confidential information about Joe Biden's 2020 campaign ads, even gave his campaign copies of the ads that were going to run on Fox before they ran. This one gets juicier by the day. Down here in Florida, the governor is at it again. Every day it's something new with this guy. This time, DeSantis signed a bill on Monday that gives him new power over Disney, effectively punishing the entertainment giant for speaking out against DeSantis's political agenda. See, after Disney pushed back on the unconstitutional and bigoted don't say gay law, the Florida governor retaliated by threatening a special taxing authority that's been in place since Disney moved into Central Florida 50 years ago. But that move took a huge tax burden from the mouse and made it the taxpayer's responsibility. Well, on Monday, he signed this new bill reversing that part of it. So DeSantis now has control over Reedy Creek, the special taxing district that had allowed Walt Disney World to self-govern for decades. Now the governor can appoint a five-member board overseeing government services in the district that contains Disney's theme parks. Again, this move against Disney comes about a year after the company spoke out against a bill, which DeSantis later signed into law, that restricts certain classroom instruction about sexual orientation and LGBTQ gender identity. Oh, and today DeSantis's book is released. Yeah, he wrote a book. The official title of it is The Courage to Be Free and the subtitle Florida's Blueprint for America's Revival. Are you kidding me? How about the gall, arrogance, and hostility to be fascist? That's more accurate. 
The Supreme Court taking up two challenges today concerning President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness program. The initiative is aimed at providing targeted debt relief to millions of student loan borrowers, but has so far been stalled by legal challenges. Red states and conservatives opposing it say the program amounts to an unlawful attempt to erase an estimated $430 billion of federal student loan debt under the guise of the pandemic. The cases being heard today will also provide guidance on payments that have been paused since 2020 and about the interest that's accrued since. Of these two cases before the court, one of them is arguing that Joe Biden doesn't have the authority to grant such broad forgiveness. The other says the administration violated federal procedures and will wait until the end of June, beginning of July for the opinion. But we do know that this court's right wing conservative majority has openly been skeptical about the power of federal agencies. Stay tuned. Well, another surprise visit to Kiev on Monday. This time it was U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. She met with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky and reaffirmed U.S. economic support and announced the recent transfer of another $1.25 billion in assistance. Yellen telling Zelensky, quote, you are not alone. The United States has your back and we will stand with you for as long as it takes. After an earthquake, there are aftershocks. They're expected. Sometimes those aftershocks are actually new quakes. And that's what happened again in Turkey yesterday, three weeks after that catastrophic Tembler devastated the region. A magnitude 5.6 earthquake shook southern Turkey, causing some already damaged buildings to collapse, killing at least one more person. Closer to home, winter continues, but in a strange climate changey kind of way. Nearly 50 million people across the Northeast are under winter weather alerts Tuesday as a storm that brought tornadoes and damaging winds to the central U.S. now moves into the region. Boston and New York City are on track for their biggest snow events of what's turned out to be an unusually warm winter for them. They're expecting four to six inches of snow and ice in New York City. Boston expecting up to four inches of snow through tonight. It's hard to believe, but some Northeast residents are getting their first taste of snow for the season. And while that's happening, yet another storm system is hitting the West Coast with more snow, high winds, blizzard conditions, and unusually cold temperatures. And Wednesday marks the beginning of March. And finally, the judge overseeing that Fulton County, Georgia special grand jury that investigated the former guy's efforts to reverse his 2020 loss told ABC News on Monday that members of the panel are free to publicly discuss their final report. This clarification coming just a few days after the forewoman, Emily Coors, revealed that the grand jury had recommended indictments against about a dozen people. The judge said that the members of the grand jury can talk about the report and witness testimony, just not about their deliberations. And I think that's what she did, right? And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener supported and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com and please click on that donate button.